We're speaking all things aviation with Putejo Mujabili, our aviation expert. He is on the line. Hello, Putejo. Good afternoon. How uh, are you? Long time no here. Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm definitely here. And I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you guys almost every day. Oh, that's beautiful. The boy is good. Everybody's good. They are good. Uh, back to school, as you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Putejo, FlySafe is apparently using the situation in KZN for marketing. Tell us about that. Well, what SAF Air has done was that they went into um, a helping mode for those that have been affected by the unrest that were in KZN. So what they have done is that uh, they offered people to load up to 20 kilograms of food supply and uh, necessary um, stuff that people may need. Uh, As you know, the roads were closed and there was literally barely nothing in the shops. Yeah. So so what they have done is that they said, well, you can come on board with your 20 kilograms and then we will we'll load it for free for you to go to Natal. But there was a catch in there. Mm-hmm. So you got to spend up, up to 1,700 to get on that flight and take that 20 grams, uh, 20 kilograms to, uh, to Natal. So what they did not say is that you are going to pay this 1.5 or 1.7 because it's 1,600 and something there. And and that was out of Johannesburg to to Durban. And if you're coming out of East London as well as Cape Town, it would go up to 2,000. And that would be a return leg. So you are forced to use their facility or the, uh, the flight going there, flying with this. Whereas with Mango, if you buy a ticket on Mango and go to Durban, you automatically get that 20 kilograms for free. And the ticket might be even much cheaper than what the, the South Air was, uh, was offering. It's weird because South Air is known, well, it's a low-cost airline. You wouldn't expect to be spending so much. Yeah, but that's how they have structured their thing. So, so for me, when I looked at it, and I first of all, I said, mm, maybe it's something that we need to talk about and look at the marketing out of it, because it's purely a marketing strategy mm. here. It's mm. not really, uh, you, you're not doing it uh, out of you wanting to help the situation, but you, you are now exacerbating, you're putting the marketing tool on top of what you are trying to put uh, on the table for those that need that, because... For me, as it is, it's purely a marketing. It's it's nothing else. All right. Let's stick with KZN. I see that regional airports in the KZN have been buzzing with activities. There's been a massive increase in incoming and departing flights of light aircraft. So so this is what what we call general aviation uh, has come up to. So you would find some different flying clubs that are operating in different uh, parts of the country. Uh, operating small aircraft that we call a general uh, aviation. So mm. they would then come together and take some people that want to evacuate out of Natal uh, to different places that they want to get to and utilize the airports like your Virginia, your Margate, and so on. These are for, for the small little aircraft. So, and there, there has been a lot of um, uh, chartered as well. Those that want to charter a plane, I want to leave, um, you know, getting out of uh, KZN with uh, my cats and, and all my pets. 
and you know they would then utilize that so the general aviation has also benefited quite a lot in that but at the same time they also played a pivotal role in bringing in the food supply in in case then and i think also what we may want to see going forward is for the business to also tap into that general aviation uh, to utilize these private airports uh, to move move across the country when the situation of the COVID uh, is still continuing. Because I think in that way, you then have uh, at least um, the opportunity of flying smaller group of people or about five or, or six people, not as, as hundreds or 200 like on, on, a, on an aircraft. But uh, I think that's, that's a good thing for general aviation to have moved into that. Okay. And then Mango is moving into or entering into business rescue? Mango has um, agreed to be put under uh, business rescue. This is a very painful situation that the employees at Mango are facing. Yesterday, just yesterday, I was on a flight, same Mango flight coming out of Cape Town here in Joburg. And I, I had a, a discussion with the crew just before we depart. And uh, it is painful for yeah. what uh, these guys have to put up with. And um, what seems to be a problem here is that when the finance department gazetted that $2.7 billion mm. of a, a rescue plan, which was mainly uh, for COVID-related uh, and, and, and the situation that we know most of the companies were confronted with. My thinking, and all of us, we believed that that money was going to be made available immediately so mm. that they can hit the ground running. Mm. What it turned out was that um, the DPE, together with the Treasury, they were their expectation was that uh, they would receive a plan as to how the money is going to be utilized um, going forward. But what then they have not done was to communicate that to the employees so that they at least know what is, that, that, what is it that they are working with uh, with regard to, to this. But what they then did was to leave the situation to deteriorate to a point where now... The, it, you know, the people are left destitute. I mean, mm. I was talking to one of the guys yesterday, and they were saying, you know, I, I ask for petrol money from my mother. You know, and you're talking about somebody who, who is a, who's got his own family. You ask yeah. your parents' money to get to work mm. so that you can at least secure the little work that you have. And we can't allow the situation to deteriorate like that. I mean... We, we are professionals in what we are doing. And, and this comes from my heart. It's not really something that I'm saying it because I want people to, to sympathize with everybody here. Yeah. I, I, want, I want, you know, it, it, it is just not acceptable for management and the board and the Department of Public uh, um, Enterprises to leave the situation to deteriorate to this point up until it takes the unions to go to court and say, we are forcing you to get into business rescue. Uh, and then you start waking up at that particular time and say, yeah, well, we agree with you. Then we'll place you under business. It's not mm. good enough. Mm. It will never be good enough. So we need people that are not 
reactive but not are proactive to make decisions for this airline. This airline has been uh, operating even when the levels were up to four. We know they've been on the skies every day, and they're sitting up to... The last time they received salary was in May. Hey. This is not right. We can do better than that, South African. All right. Potejo, flight schools at uh, Wunderboom Airport are accusing the city of Tswane of crippling them. What's going on? So what Tswane, uh, city of Tswane have done... Okay, let me just start explaining this. Mm. City of Tswane own Wunderboom Airport. It is uh, out there as you go out to towards the west of Pretoria. So that airport is mainly for the general aviation, uh, like flight school, and, uh, and the small aircraft uh, privately owned. We know Air Link used to operate a flight out of that to Cape Town a while ago, and I think they have stopped doing that. So what City of China has done is that they have increased uh, the levies that the small operators are paying to operate out of that. Now, the, there's an ATC, air traffic control, that is there, which basically charges the City of Tswane for the services that they're rendering um, to, to the airport. Now, on top of that, City of Tswane, they are now adding that and putting it through to the schools. And these schools are not necessarily making money, as you know. Um, it, it's a very small little niche market. You get five students that you need to train to get PPL, commercial, and so on. But there isn't enough money to be made there. So what they have done, uh, all the flying schools that are there, they went to court mm. and stopped City of Tswane uh, to literally uh, increase those fees. And the court agreed with them, and they said the City of Tswane should, should hold on increasing those rates. Because the rate payers, uh, when they had a meeting, that proposal of flying school were there to say, Whenever you are in, increasing the fees, please do not step into this because we are battling. It's COVID time. Mm. There isn't really money that we can get to keep on going. So we are going to see if China decided to go ahead with this. We are going to see flying school out of Bonnerum literally um, disappearing. And that will cause a lot of strain in the development. Because of nobody the will be able to afford it. Absolutely. Um, and we want to develop the industry. Mm-hmm. And I think City of Sun were much a uh, little bit uh, disingenuous for them to just, uh, you know, impose those levies without really considering the fact that we need to grow the industry, we need to develop the industry. But are they open to engagements about this, this uh, fee structure that is crippling the industry? The court is going to force them to open up that uh, discussion as it has already agreed with the, the schools to say it must go back uh, to renegotiate attempts and how it can be done, if, if, if that can be something that can be considered. So I'm, I'm sure the courts will make a right decision. Yeah, sad news all around today, Putejo. Thank you so much uh, for your time. I hope that you're going to have yourself a beautiful week. Thank you so much. Um, I On the last broadcast, just to end up this, on the last broadcast that we had, I received quite a lot of um, response with regard to Questions that our listeners want us uh, to engage, mm-hmm. and I will be putting them together for next week when we will be talking. I know one of 
the listeners wanted me to explain uh, the cost of the airport parking. Why is it so expensive? Sure, Why it is, it uh, is we, very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Ask me. It is. So I will be able to give them those answers uh, uh, on the next broadcast. Okay, then uh, we look forward to the next broadcast. Thank you so much, Putejo. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. That's Putejo Mujabila, our aviation expert. It's five o'clock. It's time for the news.